Hi, I'm John L. Sesser, Executive Director at IMPEA, and welcome to Episode 2 in Season 5 of the Statehouse Express. Last week was National School Choice Week, where states from around the country celebrated the blessings of school choice programs. 27,000 events were held around the country, including a number here in Indiana. While that was going on, business was happening as usual at the State House, where both education committees met on Wednesday. The House Education Committee met for the last time during the first half of the legislative session. They heard six bills and will briefly highlight four in terms of their non-public school impact. House Bill 1243, which is a various education matters bill, I call that a kitchen sink bill, by the way, in part deals with the requirements around a redefined high school diploma, which would impact the 2029 graduation cohort. It also includes a requirement for students to take a standalone computer science course before graduating. That requirement would also go into effect in 2029. It passed out a committee amended 12 to 0. House Bill 1073, which passed out a committee 8 to 2 amended, has a focus on special education with some changes dealing with seclusion and restraint. In part, it deals with requirements for the Seclusion and Restraint Commission, but it also requires public schools by July of 2025 to have cameras in seclusion areas. This requirement does not currently, anyhow, apply to non-public schools. House Bill 1137 deals with release time from public schools to attend religious education activities with certain parameters and limitations. House Bill 1304 is a various education matters bill, which includes both reading and math items. First, it defines a literacy coach in terms of the required qualifications and training. It also calls for the establishment of micro-credentials for K-8 math teachers. And finally, it charges the Department of Ed with reviewing and approving math curriculum materials, including math screeners. Many of the math requirements do not apply to non-public schools, at least as the current bill language stands. Although it still may be considered a best practice, something that we should do even if not required. In Senate Ed, two bills had implications for non-pubs. Senate Bill 6 requires the Department of Ed to develop methods to identify at-risk readers and to provide guidance and support to address these students' needs. Senate Bill 8, which was labeled a higher education bill, but we realize it also included a requirement for high schools to teach courses that are included in the Indiana College Corps. The current language says if schools can't comply, they must submit an implementation plan. In discussions with the legislator who authored the bill, she said if a school doesn't have the capacity to comply, for example, they don't have enough students to offer that broad of a program, or they don't have the properly credentialed teachers to teach the Indiana College Corps classes, then they can submit that particular implementation plan. I have shared my concerns for our smaller schools. IMPEA has 32 high schools with less than 150 students and 21 with less than 100. In schools that size, most of the scheduled classes are what's called singletons, which makes offering the full Indiana College Corps extremely difficult. 
We hope to continue to work with the Commission for Higher Education and the author to find a reasonable compromise. Senate Bill 8 passed out of committee 12 to 0. And for more information on the Indiana College Corps, you can visit the Indiana College Corps webpage. Senate Bill 185 deals with cell phone usage in schools. It does not currently apply to non-pubs, and it also passed out of committee 12 to 0. We continue to monitor Senate Bill 1, which focuses on reading mastery. And the current language includes a number of requirements for non-public schools. It was further amended in Senate Appropriations Committee and then passed out of that committee 8 to 3. We'd encourage you to read that bill. It can be found on the General Assembly website or you will see a, a link in an upcoming legislative update. We also heard that the ESA Expansion Bill, SB 143, is dead for this session. We do anticipate either this bill or Senator Mishler's SB 255 will be coming back next legislative session, so stay tuned. There's been some red flags, especially in the Senate, where more and more education bills are applying to state-accredited non-pubs and eligible or choice schools. We typically try to keep regulations off of choice schools for obvious reasons. We can continue to share our feedback with authors and education committee leadership. Some areas are just easier to push back on than others. This will be the last week for committee hearings in the first half of the session. House Ed finished up last week and Senate Ed will finish up on this Wednesday. We will then know what bills are still in play for the second half of the session. So watch out for our legislative alerts, especially in the second half of the session. So until the next stop on the State House Express, take care, be well, and God bless.